Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to Reality Benders. This week our guest is the video dope dealer. Now this guy has done an, a bunch of shit, right? He opened his own studio, he ran a nightclub. He's also worked with a bunch of huge industry titans like you know, B.O.B., Snoop Dogg, Bootsy Collins. He's done a ton of really awesome stuff. And I think you're gonna really love this episode. Unfortunately, the camera died about halfway through. So we only got the audio for the second half, but um, hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get right into it. And uh, watching from afar. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Reality Benders, episode five. Today we got my guy Ife, the video dope dealer. Mm -hmm. Hands down, best videographer in the game right now. Um, you know, like I said, this podcast is really about showcasing people that have bent reality towards their will. Uh -huh. And as I was starting this, I was trying to figure out like who those people would be that I could have on, right? And he was one of the first people that came to mind because, you know... It. He's got a standard in the industry right now. He's working with a lot of big artists. I'll let him talk more about what he's done. But he's been able to create a life around his passions. And at the end of the day, like none of us want to work some bullshit nine to five job where we have to talk to Frank, our boss, every day. And like it's just fucking, we want to just die because it's soul crushing, <laughs> right? We want to be able to live an actual life where we enjoy what we do. And this guy is living that to a T. And so I want to have him on. Uh, you know, talk a little more about what he's done and, you know, just have an awesome conversation about, you know, what it took to get there. So, yeah, if you could go ahead and just tell people what you've been up to, uh, that'd be dope. Um, I appreciate you having me on the show, um, mm -hmm. first and foremost. Um, I think that's dope, you know, like any time, like, as an artist, you have, you know, someone who's not in your immediate sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. Um acknowledge you know your movement or your yeah. hustle or or your your efforts so yeah. to speak in any capacity I think that's something that you know said artist needs to be happy about acknowledge and um, use as uh, some some sort of fuel so thank you for yeah. the free gas you know hey. what I'm saying well I that's that's that. everything right like I think especially in the music industry but this could be any industry uh, people get caught in this game of comparison, right? They're constantly looking over their shoulder. And even when I first started, right? Like, you know, when I first started in this game, I'd say I was pretty insecure. That's why a lot of people, I'd say, get in the music industry anyways. It's they, they want clout to hide the fact that they're actually insecure and don't, aren't confident in themselves. So what happens <coughs> is when those people see people have success, it threatens their ego, and they can respond one of two ways. They can either use that as fuel to show that, hey, someone has done it. This mm -hmm. is possible. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they tend to talk shit on that person and say, oh, they only got this because they were lucky. When in reality, they're working their ass off, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, man, I think one big switch I made was seeing people succeed and thinking about it from the fact that, like, wow, if they can do it, why can't I do it? Because... People put this like put people that are successful on a pedestal, but as you reach any level of success and you actually meet these people, you realize they're just fu they're just fucking people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're all just people. We all have like if you have a working brain, like you literally have the potential to do whatever the fuck you want. It's just about actually going after it. That's exactly what this show 
is intended to do. It's intended to find these people, highlight them, but then more importantly, figure out what they did to get there. So that being said, talk, me, talk to me a little more about like, first of all, just give people a little background on like what you've accomplished. And then we'll go in a little more detail about like what it took to get there. Yeah, man. Oh, cool. I'm gonna just talk to you, not the camera. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know what I mean? Like for me, like, um, the journey, like I, I ended up, the way I put it is like I ended up being the video dope dealer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the video dope dealer is someone that I like looked up to, and admired from afar, and you know created and yeah. then working to be him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everything just kind of led up to that. Like I come from like Nigeria. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like um, my parents, you know. They both went to U of O <coughs> and moved back, U of O being University of Oregon, and moved back, you know, to Nigeria, you know, and had me, you know, they already had my sister and mm-hmm. had me. And, you know, um, when I was about six or five years old, they divorced and my dad yeah. moved back to Oregon to mm-hmm. pursue a business opportunity. And my mom and I were in Africa and Nigeria still. And my dad, you know, he had sent back uh, money and um, so, like you know, we were you know in the in the hood, but we had you know resources. So like yeah. I was like the first house, you know, the only house in the hood to have a satellite dish. So <laughs> okay. I had MTV. Hell yeah. <laughs> and this channel in Africa we call Channel O. So you know, mm-hmm. I was uh, my first business was charging my friends to come to my house to pay me to watch music videos. Hey. You know? And this is in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Back Hell in Nigeria yeah. when I was like eight years old mm-hmm. was my first business so like I used to watch these music videos and I was always in love with them and I never thought you know and maybe that was when I really started creating the persona of this guy but like mm-hmm. I never thought like I would uh, meet some of those people that I watched yeah. in Africa on the TV and yeah. they pay me in real life I never yeah. thought I'd, I'd do that you know and I have done that mm-hmm. multiple times and it's just kind of like wow so it's just been like, man, I saw that. Like, I thought about that. And it's like, wow, all through life, it's like, wow, we we're making that happen. Like, wow, that just happened, too. Like, we, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, from Africa, I moved here, went to high school. Um, high school was a crazy rough time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like a, um, <clears throat> let me hit that. Let me hit the joint on that. Yeah, high school is a crazy rough time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Awkward time. Um, formative time. And, um, yeah, man, you know, um, before you and me started the interview, you know, mm-hmm. we were talking about you. Yeah. And you told me how you went to college and dropped out because you were taking all this math classes that had nothing to do with what you were doing. And that was essentially me, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, after high school, my girl and I, she's a photographer, she, you know, introduced me to videos because I was trying to get my video shot yeah. in, in Eugene. Mm-hmm. And every time, because I was a musician. Yeah. And every time I pay someone to get my video shot, it was always so terrible. Yeah. So terrible. Like, it looked like a Eugene production. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And my girl's, What year is this? And this is 2008, nine. Okay. Yeah. So are they using, like, like nice cameras or... Back then, it didn't matter what camera mm-hmm. you used because back then the camera revolution wave wasn't yeah. 
That wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, like because like yeah, TVs were like not were even 1080. Yeah, YouTube was new. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? yeah. So it's like if you had content, you were like king. Mm -hmm. Like you could still like that was when you could get 10,000 views off of just having a video. Yeah, it didn't even matter what mm -hmm. the you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So it'll look like Eugene Productions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like so, my girl and I we saved up by the first camera. Mm -hmm. So she started shooting me, and she made really dope videos for the time. Oh hell yeah! And now when I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> But, like, so we started, you know, getting paid. Like, people would, like, notice those videos mm -hmm. and be like, yo, can you shoot me one like that? You know, I was mm -hmm. charging fools, like, 500, 200, mm -hmm. 300. You know, this is back in, like, 2009. Like, so, like, I was rich, you know? Like, I yeah. had, like, 2,000 in the bank when I was, like, a freshman in college, Hell you know? Yeah. I felt rich. I was like, yeah. man. And I was failing all my math classes, bro. Like, fa like failing, mm -hmm. like, my prerequisites just to get to yeah. where I needed to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, and I was trying to study film. I'm like, I don't need, like you said, like calculus. Yeah. I don't need like, yeah. none of that, like, you know, I don't need any of these math classes or chemistry or whatever. You Such know an what outdated system. It's just so outdated. And I was like, and I, so the day I dropped out, I remember I was sitting there and I got a text message mm -hmm. from a client of mine, like I just deposited 500 in your account. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like, like this month alone, I made like three bands, like yeah. in my community shooting music videos. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I doing? So I walked yeah. out. That was the last day I ever stepped in the classroom. Yeah. Well, that that was really similar to what happened with me, right? Like, you know, when I was uh, when I was starting my sophomore year, uh, at the same time I started my first business, which was like selling, you know, like musical instruments on Amazon, and I was getting them sourced from China, paying like, you know two dollars to get it made mm -hmm. and then shipping it over here selling it on amazon for 15 mm -hmm. and then amazon takes their little cut and then i make like nine bucks mm -hmm. and if you get it ranked in their algorithm you know think about everyone like a tambourine for example mm -hmm. think about everyone in the united states that needs a tambourine about 70 percent of them are going to check amazon mm -hmm. so if i'm ranking number one for that product i'm getting like you know a thousand plus people a day seeing my listing and even if one percent of those people buy I'm selling like 10 to 20 a day right. and I'm making like eight nine bucks a unit so I'm sitting here like I just took a business calculus class and no one in this class can tell me why this information is relevant they say it's relevant because it's a prerequisite to get into business school but I'm like well I just literally took a course online that's a lot cheaper than this class I'm taking, yep. where someone showed me exactly step by step what they did to get there. Right. I repeated their process, and now I have a Some business money. making me money. Right. What the fuck am I going to school for? Right. And, and you know, not to um, discredit those people who go to business school, all that, because I think that the, you know. Like some of my advisors in my business today, it's like I'm looking for people with those degrees to get mm -hmm. me further. You know, but it's just like I just don't think though however that you you need those degrees or whatever to to do fundamental business on a successful level you know because when you talk yeah. about business on a successful level and you're talking about percentages it's just common yeah. sense and you yeah. know having the will to follow through mostly so yeah. i agree with you so i was in that situation i dropped out mm -hmm. um started a company um that i still the, yeah, no, the videography in, company we are right in now. In yeah. the company right now. And that's um, called Video Dope Dealer? No, or? no, that's Artistic Outlet Media. Mm -hmm. AOM. Yeah, and that's his whole studio. That's the whole, like, the yeah. mother company. Yeah. 
um, AOM. Like LLC? Yeah, yeah, AOM, like, you know, um, does everything from, like, commercials mm -hmm. to sourcing videos yeah. to, you know, it's a media yeah. company. It creates content. And yeah. then we have a media facility where we have recording studios and film studios yeah. and all that. Um, then the video dope dealer yeah. is my personal brand. You know, yeah. that's the guy that's, like, in the trap shooting yeah. music videos yeah you know, yeah um in the, you know or f in the island somewhere shooting music videos yeah you know, definitely that's that's him so yeah well i think what's super interesting so the last two guests i had on this podcast they've built all their success through facebook ads right like young lex i had you know he's gotten 10 million streams he did a song with jonah lucas and he built his entire business through facebook ads and then it's what's crazy about your story is you haven't done any marketing. It's all just been word of mouth. Praise God. And so what's nuts is it's like, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's about finding what works for you and then really leaning into it. That's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? It's like I'd never once, like, I remember like, before, when I was a, I've used this analogy like, when I was a. A musician when I, when mm -hmm. I used to rap right like I always felt like there were two types of rappers yeah you know I felt like they're the rappers that like would come to you in the mall and approach you with like a <laughs> with earbud, their CD yeah their CD or like we're trying <laughs> to sell you a mixtape yeah and then there are the rappers that like you went to look for them mm -hmm. because of just how exclusive yeah. it was to get next to them yeah and that's kind of been my my pocket mm. you know um some people run facebook ads you know i yeah. don't knock it that's cool yeah probably something i should get into yeah um some people do this and do that but for me the philosophy has always been <clears throat> you got to build the foundation first mm -hmm. it has to be like pure all the way yeah with something to reinforce it with something to stand behind it so like what do you, you think know, falls into that foundation relationships yeah you know what i'm saying relationships and follow through yeah you know? it's like if you go to my community anywhere in my community i take pride if you ask about me or you say my name they'll tell you no like oh I, we know him we know mm -hmm. what he does we've yeah. seen him do what he does and we've seen the product of it is dope and yeah. we followed him to see what he was able to do or buy or what yeah. you know off of what the hustle he did yeah so in the long term, if anyone were to come through and say something false about me or yeah. or whatever, it's like I have a body of work and and a character, you know, and people to testament <laughs> to the to the counter, you know what I mean? So you've established your roots. My roots yeah. are my roots are deep, you know. Yeah. And then sure, then from there you build up, you know, you could start mm -hmm. to hire this team, that team, this yeah. team, that team, you know. And that's that's just how I'm cut. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying that's the right way. For some people, yeah. it doesn't work. You know, there are other people that like straight to it, man. Mm -hmm. They're like on the Facebook ads. They're like buying the yeah. bots to boost numbers. <laughs> They're, yeah. you know what I'm saying, paying for the promo, doing yeah. this, doing that, doing that. And it's all good, but at the end of the day, it's like if that's what you start with, when the money runs out, if yeah. the money were to ever run out, yeah, you know, it's like everything you built mm -hmm. was based off of, off of that, yeah. off of the understanding that it was backed up by strict yeah. money, not off of love or equity. Well, so. one thing that I, I find super fascinating is I think 
you got to know why you're doing what you're doing. Like, why? Sure. what is the goal? Like, the goal can't just be to be successful. Like, I learned that, like, when I was living in Eugene and I was doing music and my business full time, I reached a point where like I opened up for some bigger artists. Like I, was, I, I remember I was like opening up for Waka Flocka and at the time I was making like about like 12 to 13 grand a month passively on Amazon. And I thought I was the shit, right? right? And you can tell me anything. And the problem was is the actions I were doing were completely to try and impress other people. And then when I got that success, they didn't give a shit. Right. I, yeah, right? Like, they're worried about their own life. They're worried about paying their bills. They're worried about what their girlfriend said to them this morning when she was bitching at them. Like, well, don't, you know what I mean? dreams. And, and, and the thing is, but here's the thing, though. I found that people do give a shit. It just depends on how you built it with them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, take... Me, for example, yeah. and you, our relationship. Yeah. Like, again, which speaks to how I like things to happen. Yeah. This is not our first time, uh -uh. our second time meeting each yeah. other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I know I, I met you. I yeah. knew you when you were in yeah. that period of making yeah. that money, you know, that mm -hmm. you were talking yeah. about. I knew you then. So, you know, and then you knew me then, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you've seen, you know, enough. Mm -hmm. followed, we've followed each other. We've seen yeah. what we've done. So, it's a situation where, you know, if I get successful... Or I get hurt, you care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm real to you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're real to, to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm invested in your podcast now. I want your yeah. podcast to get a million streams so yeah. someone could go through it and be like, who is this guy? And recognize what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that only happens, again, to people who have built what they've built, you know, without enough brick and mortar, you know what I mean? Like, touch hands, kiss, work, kiss yeah. the babies. No, no, the work is the work, but yeah. it's the connections and the relationships mm -hmm. with it is what makes things, in my mind, yeah. like, last long. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, like, you know, like, everybody got their method. I probably should yeah. start buying ads now because yeah. I feel like I've hit. We can talk more after this. I'll show you some shit that I think. Yeah, help. man, let's talk yeah. about that because I know that's your thing now. Well, like yeah. to kind of stem off that, like I was having this conversation uh, with this rapper Eddie today. Eddie Rockwell, go check him out. He's killing it. And we were talking about how like, like it's it's about actually providing real value mm -hmm. because anyone that's serious and actually successful values their time because their time is valuable so if you walk into a situation going what can i take from this person if that person is actually successful and actually making moves they're going to be smart enough to know that and they're not going to fuck with you whereas like if you come in and yes. go what does this person need yes. and you give it to them it's like a bank account like i can't expect to make a withdrawal if i don't also make a deposit you know and, and, and that's crazy that you mentioned that because yeah. like that's like so prevalent like you know in Eugene like I have the only studio here like that's mm -hmm. like this and naturally with that you know um, comes you know certain amount of people that, that come through and want to mm -hmm. be a part of what's going on mm -hmm. or whatever if they saw something on Instagram or saw something yeah. that it was cool that it was easy but it's like yeah they come through with like man you know oh, I've always wanted to do what you're doing bro yeah. like I've always wanted to do that, and I just wonder if I could come around and learn 
and you know like you yeah. know and it sounds good too like yeah. to them what they're saying sounds good yeah. you know like if i could come through and learn <laughs> and, 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 help, and help you out yeah you know um you know then i could you know just learn some stuff and you know move on. is that good that kind of just went I could learn some stuff and I could do my own thing or whatever. And it's just like, to me as a business owner, what I heard in that whole conversation is you would, so you would love, I, you would love to come in and use my time, my resources, my experience and my goodwill to better you so you could chase your dream. Okay, I get that. That's fine. That's, you should do that. Mm -hmm. Everyone should do that. But since you want to draw so much from this mm -hmm. thing that this you're well, seeing in front of you, yeah. what are you willing to put back yeah. into this well, you know? Yeah. And automatically, you know, being that I've been up in a position of like mm -hmm. that in this city, I'm able to just like sift out a bunch of people immediately just off of that interaction. You know the first time you meet them. It's just like, man, it's like, okay, did you ever do some homework and maybe come through and be like, man, I noticed that your business does this so you do this so you don't do this mm -hmm. you know and maybe this is something that yeah. i can help you with or i have this skill set yeah. and i'm just looking you know what i mean yeah so um yeah man that's very interesting that you that you brought that in that with the conversation you were having with your homie um that's the number one biggest like knock yeah that i see you know what i'm saying in 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 in, in relationship yeah. building is people not understanding that things are two ways, you know, and that that would fuck up a lot of shit in a small town too, because not everyone has that business mentality. They just want help. Well, I think when you're in that initial startup stage, there's this inherent selfishness that comes from just you're just getting started and you're trying to figure out what the fuck do I do? I need all this shit, and where it switches and you actually start seeing success is when you understand it's like, do one connection can change everything. Like, I literally had a song that had 1,700 views. One of those dudes just happened to be some guy in Cuba, right? That guy in Cuba showed it to his friends who were DJs. Those DJs fuck with me, we collabed, and next thing you know, I'm performing a festival with them in Cuba in front of 6,000 people of a song that had 1,700 views. Yeah, that one connection, like, changed everything for me and like unlocked what I, I understood was possible. But at the end of the day, like if you expect someone to actually provide value for them, you need to come in and provide more value. And even if you're inherently selfish, the most selfish thing you can do is provide more value than the other person. Because well, now you have leverage. Uh, and, 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 you that's, I mean? and it takes a smart person to think that way, for real. So big ups. You know, I've dealt with that my whole yeah. career, bro. Like everything that like I've ever accomplished as worth any accomplishment is off a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, well, it's it's abundance mindset versus scarcity mindset. Yeah, like yeah. like this guy on Instagram the other day like DM'd me saying like, hey man, I really like your music. Like I can get you like promoted on this TikToker. He's got like four million monthly listeners. It's just like thirty five bucks. And I'm like, this seems a little sketch, but like I'll roll the dice. It's thirty five bucks. Dude scammed me. Took my money. Luckily I have PayPal, so I can get it back. But it's like, that dude, like, I checked out his music. He's actually talented. I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, you have talent for real, and you're sitting there wasting it doing petty $35 crimes. Like, why don't you take the same amount of time and energy you put in trying to scam $35 and put it into 
making $35 doing something that's actually providing value and building connections and relationships. And you could blow up if he did that. But Well, you know, the thing about that is like, you know, again, people like that can't blow up. You know what I mean? It's and, and it's not and the reason they can't blow up is not because the music is not good or they don't have talent mm -hmm. or they don't you know, or they don't have a fan base. It's, they can't blow up because like inherently that's who they are. Like they're, they're yeah. you know, scamming thirty five dollars from people. Think about how many relationships, you know, they've ruined or how yeah. many place how many places they can't go. Yeah. Or how many people they can't say what's up to, you know. You know, when you, like, really get into the industry, again, go back to what I was saying, everything that's ever happened to me that's been positive mm -hmm. has been off, off of a relationship. Yeah. You know, and nurturing that. It's like I've been in spots where I've, I've been on a video shoot mm -hmm. and someone was just there, yeah. an extra, you know, and I could have been an asshole director to yeah. them or whatever, but it turns out that person knows someone else who <laughs> has a budget or who's looking yeah. for this, and then you get... I mean, I have a million stories, man, like, yeah. you know, like, with celebrities and all that stuff. And it's like, until those things happen to you or you're in those mm -hmm. experiences, you don't understand. You don't really understand the value of keeping good relationships. Even yeah, if it yeah. doesn't expand to anything, just having a good... Conscience. A good conscience, but it's also mm -hmm. just like, you know, like, you never know when your name's going to come up. You, you never you know. You know what bro. I mean? Yeah. And even if it's as simple as that person being like, oh, yeah, that dude was nice... Yeah. Well, if someone was thinking about investing in you and they were kind of on, you know, like yeah. the edge about it, that yeah. might be what tips you over the edge. Yeah. Whereas if if they were talking to your friend like, oh, I'm thinking about interviewing that dude or like reaching out to that dude and they're like, oh, no, fuck that dude. He was a dick to me. Like it's you not, just ruin an yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it's enough sometimes. To because just, you wanted to let your, your ego own. flex. Exactly, you know I mean? exactly, exactly. And I've seen that happen so many times, you know, like I've had models, you know, that I've worked <laughs> with yeah. on, on my set, you know. And, and they come through, and they just think they're the hottest things in the mm -hmm. world, you know? And, like, you know, yeah, you're bad, like, but at the end of the day, it's like... But there's a million baddies. Yeah, and, and it's like, and it's like if, I, if I don't like you, yeah. if you're not generally nice to mm -hmm. my crew yeah. and everyone here who actually is making this opportunity yeah. possible for you, you're not the star, mm -hmm. we hired you to, you know... Yeah. That's like I'm not gonna work with you again. It's like it's like, it's like why? Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's a thing with like models, like yeah. for real, they come through thinking of the baddest things. That you have like these like models that are just so chill, that are so yeah. dope. You know, that you're like, yeah, like I would hire her every yeah. time because she's professional, she's dope, and she's on time and all this. So word of mouth. It's that word of mouth, man. Yeah. Um, and you know, killing your ego and understanding yeah. that you are replaceable, whoever you are, you know what I'm saying? And it's like understanding that like that goodness mm -hmm. or that show of yeah. goodness is one of the things that gives you like longevity, you yeah. know, like in the game, being able to yeah. just think out of outside right now, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, well, one of the pivots I made recently is, you know, when I was, when I was 20 years old running a six-figure business, you can tell me anything. I thought I was the shit. So I was coming into every situation, subconsciously not even realized I was doing it, flexing my shit because I felt like I needed to posture myself. Yes. But the problem was is I was only doing that because I was insecure and I was using it as a, like a defense mechanism. Whereas now, like I don't have that business anymore, but I'm genuinely happy because I get to wake up and do what I love every day. And I know I'm building the foundation that is going to be a successful career.
because I see the bigger picture and I see everything. So when I'm in situations like this, I don't come in here trying to be pretend I'm the shit because if you're actually successful, you're gonna see right through that. The only people that you're actually fooling are people that are less successful than you. Exactly, exactly. You know I mean? and, and, and you know, it's the same thing they say about the uh, MTS, you know, barrels make the most noise. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, bro, like, you yeah. know, like I have stories, bro. Like, you know, like I'm a director, mm -hmm. you know, and I've been around people. It's like, I can't tell you like how many rappers, bro, have told me that they're the best in the world. Yeah. And, and like they have a cousin that is right there with Diddy or is working with mm -hmm. P from QC or, you know, is right there with Top from TDE and <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. And, like, all we need is just this video. And after the video pops, they, they just go, like, I've seen it all, bro. Yeah. Um, and I've been around rappers, too, that, like, you know, have done everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, that have the Lambo yeah. know, right now. You know, and all yeah. that stuff. And it's like... Yeah, man, like, a lot of things in business and a lot of emotions and, and phases that we all go through, even though sometimes they're whack and they're dumb, some of it is necessary. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, me too. Like, I could, yeah. take a, I could take a leaf from what you said. It's like, yeah, like, I had this studio, this whole thing yeah. you're seeing at, like, 23, yeah. 22, yeah. you know? So, like, I, I went through that stage, yeah. you know, where... And I, I bought my first car off the lot with video money, like yeah. 2015 yeah. Challenger Chrome off the lot. You know yeah. what I mean? I did all that. I've been there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was flexing that. And it takes you meeting someone that's more successful than you <laughs> and yeah. just living life. I'm like 31 yeah. now. Just yeah. like living life to realize, oh, I was a fucking idiot. Like, no, no one, like, it like, doesn't like, matter. Like, like, no one asked me, you know, yeah. before, like, no one was like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like, when I picked up my $8,000 <laughs> chain last Tuesday, <laughs> you know, in Thailand, because I was just, it's like, no one asked you that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've always felt like, and I've come to find out that it's just doper when you let people find out and you let them yeah. say that about you because they've seen it, you know what I yeah. mean? Because, so, um, but, you know, then again, bro, like, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, like, I've had my idiotic moments. You have. Everybody yeah. has. Like, some shit, you just got to go through it. Yeah. And make the adjustments to be like, oh, yeah, like, next time I'm up, next time I'm rich, next time I'm successful, mm -hmm. like, nobody's going to know about that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or, yeah, well, or, or, or whatever. Like, oh, I'm a flex again. <laughs> you know it takes, I mean? like, it takes putting your hand on the stove and getting burned to learn to not put your hand on the stove. Straight up. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, when my business collapsed, what I really took from that was... It's not just about making a lot of money because I made a bunch of money, but I was depressed because I didn't enjoy what I was doing all day. And on top of that, it was like, like I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean, yeah. like, and so I, I was wondering if you could tell people a little more about, you know, the nightclub you started and, you know, what you took away from that experience. Yeah, man, that speaking about doing things for the wrong reasons. You know, honestly, with like in 2018, mm -hmm. I owned the nightclub in Eugene. I was like the first. I was like the first person to come up with bottle service and do it in Eugene. You're the first person doing like an actual nightclub, right? Like people have bars. <laughs> like there's all these college the, bars with the Maseratis yeah. and Ferraris in the front. Yeah, you know I mean, where the real real people came through and spent, you know, five k. You know, what I'm saying and liquor popping bottles a night, all true. You fill the all, hole in the market. All, yeah, definitely. 
I did that. But you know, um, I did it for the wrong reasons. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I, I used to watch Power, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to be Ghost, mm -hmm. you know, from Power. And I did it. You know, I had those moments in the club yeah. where like, you know, like the big booty chases moving around, <laughs> the ballers are popping bottles, mm -hmm. confetti's coming down, and I stand, I'm like, yeah, I'm that nigga. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, like, I've yeah. done that too, you feel me? Mm -hmm. uh, but, man, I, that, I realized that that's not why I went, like, owning the club, It's bro, like, why are you doing it? Owning the club is a lot of work, bro. It's the yeah. club is just not open on Saturday, and it's open, and that's it. Yeah. It's like, you got to fire people, hire people, train mm -hmm. those people, restock your inventory, do your promotion, mm -hmm. come up with... You know, and I was, and, and I just had a baby, you know, yeah. doing that whole, th and it's like, yeah. man, I, I don't want to be away from my kid every yeah. weekend to party in the club. Like, I didn't, it's not what I thought it was. And then at the yeah. same time, it was taking me away from this business. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, like putting resources from this business into yeah. that, and I just had to cut my loss. So that's another thing to touch on is like the ego of that, like shutting down the club and like, Having to feel, I had to feel yeah. at the club before I could yeah. kill that part of my ego too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because I was like that dude at the club on Friday, mm -hmm. bro. Everybody's hitting my phone, trying to like, what's going on? Can I get a table? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, well, especially like, that. It's like it's one thing, if, like for me, where I'm making good money, but you're not just making money. You're that guy in at the time, you know. Bro. And Eugene's not like a crazy big city, so word can actually travel, and like you're actually the guy of this city. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? You know, and, and, and it got to my head at the time and all that. But, you know, when I was going to shut yeah. the club down, you could imagine what I was thinking. I was like, damn, all these people are going to think I fucked up, I failed at this yeah. and that. And it was just like to what you said, too. Like, when I shut it down, like, everybody has their own fucking problems. Nobody give a fuck about what you're doing. <laughs> well, not <laughs> you know just that. I mean? The only like, people actually talking shit are only talking shit because you're actually doing the shit that they're right. afraid to do. And 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 and, you know and, I mean? and the people that like support you, the support you built. Like when I, you know, the people that did ask me, and I told them like what it mm -hmm. was. I told them, you know, like I felt like it was taken away from my video business. Yeah. You know. They're just like, of course. Because probably, the right? video business was so real with them, and that's what yeah. the, you know. They're like, yeah, bro, like you better shut that shit down. We don't, yeah. we don't want that taken yeah. away from. Well, from, from the video dope, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's so. like, so let, let me ask you this, right? Like, one, one thing that was a big breakthrough for me is I was, I was sitting down with this guy that was giving me advice. He, you know, runs a seven-figure business, and I was just telling him what I was trying to do, and he's like, he's like, he told me, he's like, if you chase two rabbits, you catch and eat it. Yeah, straight up. And, straight up. you know, you can try and balance all this shit, but all that shit that you're putting into the other shit is just taken away from what you actually care about. Mm -hmm. And why I am so happy and fulfilled now and I know I'm going to be successful is because I'm laser focused on shit that actually makes me happy. So I can sustainably work from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. six without, to seven days without, a week. Without even real, realizing it. Bro, I, yeah. this is work right now. Yeah. Right? Off of the weed and, right, the, and yeah. the coconut vodka. A year ago when I was getting out of debt, I was working a fucking telemarketing job where I had to have 100 to 300 people an hour just fucking tell me I'm a fucking asshole. That was my first and last job. Yeah. Telemarketing? When I was 18. That was my first and last job. I make all these calls every day, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, so many people will tell you to go fuck yourself in a day and yeah. it'll fuck with you mentally. You know what well, I mean? Like, you, like, people just abuse. So <laughs> I talk phone. about, like, being insecure, right? <laughs> Here's what's actually crazy. So, what finally got me out of being insecure, and I consider myself extremely secure now, is... 
I, first of all, had to learn from being successful that no one gives a fuck. Right. So why am I trying to impress people in the first place? Right. Second of all, once I lost everything and started building it back up, like, once I started doing it because I loved it, like, it didn't feel like work anymore. And I actually filled that void inside. That void I was trying to fill was built behind insecurity. So when I got put in all this debt, like what actually got me out of that is I realized it was from doing sales jobs where I had to talk to person after person after person and experience like rejection after rejection. So it was like worst case scenario. That's rough. And I survived it though. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, once, yeah. I, once I survived that, I realized this isn't really that bad. And it really made me understand like, Stop fucking doing things to like impress people because like who the fuck are they? Straight up. You know what I mean? And once I started doing things to impress myself, I started holding myself to a higher standard. Mm. And then when it comes to what impresses me, well, it's doing something I actually enjoy. I'm trying to be a rapper. Most people will look at that and be like, bro, you're going to fucking fail. Mm -hmm. Right? But I know I'm going to win because I've already won. What is success? For me, it's the... It's the continual pursuit of a worthy ideal. Well, what's my worthy ideal? It's closing my eyes, figuring out what would my ideal future be, waking up and creating it. And I went from not being able to play a gig at all to like, this was like the first like real like cool gig I played was at this studio a couple of years ago mm -hmm. in front of like 45 people. And mm -hmm. I thought I was a shit mm -hmm. to playing a gig in front of 6,000 people. And like once I played that gig in front of 6,000 people, even though I was only, you know, a featured act, I still made that shit happen. And I went like, oh shit, like if I can make this happen, what's that bigger level that I can't see right now that once I accomplish it, I'm gonna be like, damn, I can't believe I did that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now that it's around something I'm actually fulfilled around, like I'm way happier, even though from the textbook definition of success, I'm technically less successful. Right, right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like I'm actually happy, that's the real fucking metric. Right. Not fucking if you have a Lambo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it depends. Yeah. It depends. It depends on what your metric is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for me, personally, like, my biggest satisfaction, which is also my biggest gripe, mm -hmm. is helping people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, so double-edged. It's, like, you know, like, you help people. And, and, you, and you do that, you know what I'm saying? And um, mm -hmm. it's like the sweetest thing for me. It's like paying someone, yeah. you know what I mean? Like creating a job. You know, I've helped so many chicks in the community become <laughs> models, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so many people become actors and, you know yeah. what I mean? Like giving yeah. their first roles and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, continue to support. It's like the dopest thing ever. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the same time, it could be like... the weirdest thing ever, you know what I mean? Like money exposes how people act yeah. and how, yeah. how, you know, how things are. Um, but for me, the, the sweetest success is, you know, like being able to put money back into your community mm -hmm. um, and, and doing that. Um, I don't think showing off necessarily is terrible if you worked for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's like if I, applied my skills or whatever and I bought a Lambo off of it like yeah shit you know what I'm saying yeah it's like, I, well I agree right I think that if you achieve success it doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy having 
you know, materialistic aspects of it. Mm. I'm just saying if you're doing it only for those reasons, or only for those reasons, you're going to be miserable once you lose this satisfaction. Exactly, that. and it's and it's going to be short lived. It's not sustainable. Yeah, and it's going to be short lived. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know that Mercedes is dope until mm. you've driven it for six months and you're used to it. And you can't, you know I mean? and, and you don't have the real. Like, uh, the real legs to, to, to pay for the oil change of it. <laughs> well, that, that's, what, that's what's tire. crazy is it's like, you know, one, one big thing I've done is um, like cut back on all my expenses. And the way I see it is it's like, you know, every $5 that I take out to, you know, buy extra food or, you know, that $50 I spend to get the nicer pair of shoes, that's $50 I could have invested back into what actually makes me the most happy, which is performing shows and making music and investing in bigger features with artists that I, you know, look up to. It's a, it's a balance, though. Yeah. You know, it's a balance, though. I found, like, you know what I mean? It's like, with me, it's like I'm a businessman first. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, use my art to pay for everything I have. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of shit. Um, but, you know... It's not, like, for me, I found, mm-hmm. I, I had those, like, times where it's, like, I used to be, like, oh, man, every dollar I had had to make sense. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and sure, but one thing you realize is as long as you're in motion, yeah. as long as you're in the right motion, money comes mm. and goes. Yeah. And, again, everybody's package is different, mm-hmm. but, you know, you for me, it's, like, you got to understand who you are and what your package is and what that, mm-hmm. what's that, what, what, what that is doing. Yeah. Like, for me, money is like, yeah, I use it to live, but I also use it to put back in my business. But I got to live, too, mm-hmm. you know, because living. How do you find when? Living is part of, like, the fuel, part of my passions yeah. in life that keeps everything else How do you know going? when is to spend money on living versus when to invest it back? When your spirit tells you, bro. You mm-hmm. know what it's I mean? intuition? Yeah, just intuition because yeah. it's like, it's like. You could save money and try to save money all the time, bro, but it's like, okay, for example, me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is close to home, right? Like, for the longest time, I didn't buy, I've always had Drew. I've always bought Drew. Drew is my thing. But for the longest time, I didn't buy my, my VDD piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I always wanted to buy it. And I was like, man, I want to, like, put money on a piece, but I know I didn't want to mm-hmm. use cheap gold. I wanted to use the right shit. It was going to yeah. get, like, a decent amount of money. And it's like, I was worried to buy it, but I couldn't justify why yeah. I take money and go buy two pieces of, because yeah. I wanted to buy two VDD chains at once, which yeah. I did. And I'm like, I couldn't understand, why I couldn't justify that, yeah. you know, but my soul wanted it. And mm. one night I went out and one of my fans ran into yeah. me and was like, bro, it's like, man, I can't believe that I ran into you. It's always cool. I follow you on IG. I always yeah. wanted to meet you. But I got to tell you, I'm kind of, like, disappointed. I thought you would have a chain. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, but, you know, and, and that's something that ordinarily if someone said mm-hmm. to me, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? But yeah. I could tell that this person was so tapped into my brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So tapped in yeah. because they said certain things. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I feel him. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm not mad at that because I fucking feel the same way, too. Yeah. I'm like, man, I should have bought the fucking yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... For rappers, I tell rappers yeah. all the time, it's like if you're gonna rap about certain shit, you gotta live it. You gotta live it. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're rapping about gangbanging, then you you gangbanging. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's free, so go do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're rapping about doing business and being having a mm-hmm. smart business, better fucking practice business. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're rapping about flexing and f- popping private jets mm-hmm. and shit, better be doing that. 
And if you're not doing that, you don't really have much to rap about. So it is a good balance of like, I have a thousand dollars. I am this body that does all these things. Mm -hmm. Sure, I got rent to pay or whatever, man. But man, it's like, I need a mimosa with some fucking steak. Yeah, sure. I need to get that because that's how I feel right now. And mm -hmm. if it's not going to kill me or break me, it's like, that's what I need because it's all part of living. Yeah. You know, you could die. Well, <laughs> you, you, know could, I mean? you could argue that is investing in your business. Because it is, man. It's cultivating a certain energy that you then use to plug right back in. Exactly, It's bro. a fuel source. It's a fuel source, But that's bro. different for each person. It's like, it's like I could sit here, bro. Yeah. I could sit here, bro. And, you know, for this interview right. you pulled up, I could sit here and I could have, like, regular Hennessy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's cool. Yeah. Like, no, but we have VSOP. Yeah. And somewhere in your mind, you yeah. know what I'm saying, even though it's not obvious, when you pulled up, you expected the v the, the video dope dealer will have yeah. VSOP. It's a, it's a brand move. Yeah, you didn't think I have, yeah. like... What's a cheap like black like, like black crow? Four loco or yeah, something. Yeah, you don't think I would give you four <laughs> You know, you can sit privilege Hennessy with me. Yeah. You know, um, and it's like that's part of my brand. You know, mm. like sure it didn't relate to direct dollars. Yeah. But that's part of it, and it does relate. Well, to that's dollars, a self awareness thing, I think, right? Because like, for example, with my brand, like, and I'm still developing it. I wouldn't say I've really figured it out yet. Right. That's kind of what this podcast is part of: is developing that branding aspect, getting people a better look at who I am. And I'd say who I am is mm -hmm. the type of person that's very financially literate, mm -hmm. super educated on emotional intelligence. And this is what I'm really trying to develop because understanding how to master your brain is the key to happiness. Right. And I think for me, at least in the part of my career I'm at, it's investing every dime you can. Right. Because I haven't reached a point where if I took out any money I'm making right now, like... I'm not making any money. That's right? facts. No, no, no. That's you know facts. I mean? That's facts. And, and you know, like for me too, I have to put that out there. Like I've been in situations where that was what was pivotal in my career mm -hmm. at the time. Because like, you're young too, bro. Yeah. Like, how old are you? I'm 23. Come on, you're, yeah. young, you're young. That's when I started. Yeah. When I was when I started, I wasn't buying jewelry or doing yeah. nothing. You know, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you got to reach that so level. You got to reach that level. So I'm on a different level. I'm 31. Yeah. So it's like at my stage. You've earned it. At my stage, if I can't eat the fruits of my labor. What are you doing it for? Then I then then yeah, then I fucked up somewhere along the lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, um like I, I know this one dude I was working with and like, you know, he hasn't made it either. He has, you know, he's in the same position I am, but like his his idea was to buy like fake eight hundred dollar watches and like flex it on Instagram and I'm just like, bro, you could take that eight hundred dollars put it in Facebook ads on an actual good piece of content and get a million views. And that's game. I invested $100 in a video yesterday on Facebook. It's at 85,000 views right now. That's from game. 100 bucks. That's game. So you're going to drop fucking $2,500 on a chain you can't afford by taking out a loan just to make people think you look cool and are successful? Or do you want to take that money, invest it properly, and actually be successful and then buy the chain? I mean, then again, everybody has their own method. You know what I mean? To me, that's an ass backwards way of doing things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like flexing before you have the concrete. But then again, everybody has their own, you know what I mean? Like people have their own their own crowd, their own people that they're appealing to. And I, yeah. I, I try not to. I know, what, I, yeah, I yeah. know what works for me. Well, I, I mean? think if it, hey, if it's working, do it. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't see. Maybe that. it's just my own perspective from see, my own community. It's not working. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see you know that I mean? working for 
again, like it's just relative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, you know, like I go to Atlanta a lot for work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the places in Atlanta where it's like for you to even pull yeah. up in certain circles, yeah. you have to have certain requirements. Yeah. You know? And it's like if you don't have those requirements, you're not even relevant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like that's not a necessarily a bad thing. That's mm -hmm. just where the level in the that's game. That's just the level they're at. That's the standard they're at. That's got you. Yeah, it's like, you know, I have a decent car. And it's like, I remember when, you know, with my decent car, I pull up to meetings mm -hmm. and I by far have the best car there. But yeah. it's like, as life progresses, I'm where I'm at. Like, where I go to right yeah. now, um, I, mean, I don't stand out. It's like the you same have the, level. You have, the low, yeah, you yeah. have like the, the I, driving car, not yeah, the yeah. flexing car. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and maybe to un unlock the next level, you know, when you get there, you maybe you gotta pull up with something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 um, yeah, it's like look, every, everything is a means to an end. Sometimes yeah. you gotta like you know buy the eight hundred dollar watch to get someone's attention. I guess if there's strategy behind it and all that, that's cool. But it's the, that self awareness. The, the thing is, yeah, self awareness. But the yeah. thing is, you are right though. Like a lot of people, you know, channel, um, you know, their resources into things that ultimately you know, are misguided, for sure. Well, they, I think what it is, is they're doing the same thing that the guy that has success. So if you're successful, having a chain makes sense, being in a circle where they value that because it shows that you have reached that it's level. It's a different pedigree. Exactly. But if these you're... Are all, if you're I call these yeah. evidence of the hustle. Yeah. You know, there's, there's stories direct, directly. But you already earned that success. Yeah. Whereas if you front... As if you already have the success as a way to get the success... Well, you just used all your resources to look like you're, you're killing it. When in reality, you, even if you look that way, when you get in a circle, they're going to be like, well, what do you bring to the table? And, ultimately, and you're like, what, though, this change? But, but ultimately, though, the way I look at it, and this is just me being real, that's not my problem. That's on them. You know, because yeah. people that do that ultimately get exposed. You know, when they get yeah. exposed, they're the ones that have to stand there looking stupid. Yeah. You know, stupid in the mix. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and that's why that's never really been my philosophy mm -hmm. of being, you know, how I've moved about my career. So. Well, I can also see the perspective of like if you come from nothing to be able to show you have something mm -hmm. is like it sends a message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can see that part of it too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, like I, I think it is just that self awareness. Yeah, know? yeah. Everybody, you know, what works for everybody is is, is different. Some people, bro, thrive in doing like. Sh shitty shit yeah. and that's just them you know what yeah. you know what i mean not everyone is on the light side some people are on the dark mm -hmm. side you know what i mean like, and <laughs> yeah. some people probably you know could just never do anything yeah. like if they try to flex or mm -hmm. or do something it'll backfire on them because their following is just totally different you know what i mean yeah they got to be modest you know some some yeah. people have that you know like some people have that the opposite as a problem. It's like, fuck, I want to flex, but I can't. I got to be modest. I got to take off all my shit for the gram. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you never know, man. To each their own. As long as it's making you money and it's, you know, fulfilling your needs, whatever. I can't hit yeah. on the next guy. You know, I'm just focused on what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's also, well, I think that might be part of it too. Like, at least from my perspective, it's like, like I said, I think the metric you're shooting for is happiness. That's the real success. So if that brings you happiness, then... Do it. You well, know what I mean? That's what you're shooting for. Not everyone is shooting for. Is shooting happiness. for happiness? No, not everyone. Do you think that's smart? That. Um, it depends. You know, I can't speak on what's smart to someone else's life. Like for me, 
like what I'm shooting for is not necessarily happiness actually what I'm what I do all this for is options you know what I mean like options what are those options why do you want options because options are everything you know I want to be able to have an option or have options in life in in any situation you think uh, you think that is I would argue that maybe it's it's less that you want options and like the bigger picture that is like security Exactly, like like you know exactly I mean? like security, yeah. Because why like, do you want options? Like, it's so you can make sure you're good. Yeah, exactly, and and like you know, and, and, and with security, you know, I guess for me will come happiness. You know what I yeah. mean? So, um, and 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 that's why I'm in this. I know other people that the whole reason for doing what they do is not happiness or security, but domination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I know some people where it's not domination; it's spite. Yeah. You know. Because someone else did this to them and they're trying to get back and flex mm-hmm. on that, you know what I mean? So uh, when I, I used to work at LA Fitness as a personal trainer and I got mentored by like the district vice president there and our job were to get people to do personal training mm-hmm. and he started to teach us like that everyone's decisions stem from a root cause, mm-hmm. right? So the reason why people chase success in whatever career field comes back to generally to something that happened to them when they were like, you know, a kid, right? Right. Like for example, for me, one of the main reasons I chase financial security is because my parents aren't, mm-hmm. or at least not at the level I want to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like, kind of lost my train of thought of where I was taking that. But like, I think it's interesting to think like coming back to like, why are you successful? Most of the time it comes down to someone is trying to fulfill what they were missing when they were a kid. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um for me, I chase what I chase. I chase my my rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um because I ultimately want to have a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm determined to do whatever I need to do to keep that lifestyle alive. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like I I move in my own terms and and do what I want to do. That's mm-hmm. that's why I, you know, I yeah, um, I provide for those around me and give yeah. those around me the same security. You know what I mean? What do you think is the biggest thing that will hold you back from being successful? Uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I, you know, if I, if I get lazy, um, yeah. if I decide that I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah. reach the, I don't keep chasing because I could be yeah. good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's like. Just becoming complacent mainly? Yeah, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. me having to like get on my own ass a lot. I work a lot, but. How do you like, overcome that? Um. Man, you know, just to be real, thinking about what it was like, what it was like to be broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thinking yeah. about what it's like to be broke, like summoning, um, you know, uh, certain memories. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Certain triggers. Like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. nope. Um, I also like making deals with people. Yeah. I like chasing a, a good. I like the process of a deal. Yeah. I like the process yeah. of discovery. Um, I like meeting John Smith at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and having a drink and having a conversation yeah. and following him on Instagram. Yeah. 
and manifest in a relationship to where a year later John Smith pays me twenty thousand dollars. Hell yeah. You yeah. know, like and it's like that whole process. Yeah. I knew it was gonna happen from when I met John Smith. That's a game you, you know, like to play. And I just yeah. I played the long game. Yeah. And then ultimately I gave John Smith what he wanted out of it. Yeah. And I helped him out too. And then yeah. he can go and anywhere he hears the name Ife on yeah. video dope dealer is going look him like yeah no he he was a real nigga. Yeah. Well, I think what's what's interesting about the brand you've created is it makes a statement, right? I I, I have this quote that I hung in my studio when I practice every day, I read it, and it says, get so good you can't be ignored. Yeah. And yeah. I think you're the epitome of that because when you see the quality of your videos, when you see the fact you have a studio, like, you literally can't deny what you've made. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm recording this as you're saying it because I was so flattered by yeah. what you were saying. Um, and, and yeah, no, I, I subscribe to the same thing. Getting so good, you can't be denied. I don't pick up the camera as a game or a joke. Yeah. You know, I know there are directors out there that, you know, like, they don't even practice for their shit. They just yeah. pick up the camera and, they, cool. you know, that's never been me. I play for keeps every time I'm out here. Well, your quality is at the level where it's like, like I said, it speaks for itself. And the fact that you've been able to build an entire brand strictly off of word of mouth shows that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling you, like, I would challenge you, and we'll talk about this after, like, I think if you can add, like, the power of targeted marketing on top of that, mm -hmm. considering you already have the resume and you already have the content to promote, like, it could even expand it to another level. No, I mean, I'm there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, um, I already, like, think about that. Yeah. That's the next phase of what I want to build. So where do you see taking this to like what's the goal of video dope dealer and you know this this media company essentially you've built like where do you want to take it um for me it's a sorry for me it's a situation where i want to be at a point where <coughs> i'm an alias director you know what i'm saying i want to be an alias, alias director yeah. yeah you know it's like it's like i want people to you know, record labels and artists to talk about when they're making their plan rollouts to be mm -hmm. like, oh man, we have, you know, 16 songs on the yeah. album, we gotta shoot four singles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, we want like Colin Tilly for one, you know, maybe we might want Hannah Davis for the other. We yeah. definitely gotta get a video, Dope Dealer video too. Though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be involved in those conversations. Yeah. I want the freedom to. You know, kind of do what I do already. Wake up in the morning, check my emails, see who wants, you know, see yeah. what jobs come in and see which ones I want to take. I do believe that my operation can get more targeted. You mm -hmm. know, my campaigns can get more targeted. Towards what? Know, towards, you know, specific markets, specific genres, specific people. Oh, like music videos? Or? Yeah, yeah. Because I know you work with a lot of, you know, we talked about like the profitability of music videos mm -hmm. versus like, you know, if you're a big company and you can invest you know, thousands of dollars into an ad because that's going to make you a million. Like, do you see that as somewhere you want to go to or do you yeah, want to stick mean, it more in this industry? No, I mean, like, my my, my mother business, Artistic Outlet, we shoot yeah. corporate campaigns, you know, for yeah. sure we do a lot of corporate campaigns. And it's, my goals in the music industry will be the same for the corporate yeah. industry. It's like, you know, companies thinking, man, we need a dope-ass ad. We need a dope-ass campaign. We got to hit up Ife. Like, yeah. we, we know we can depend on his creativity yeah. and his ability to deliver every time at yeah. a good price point. 
Yeah. Um, and that's that's what I want. Um, I am, you know, in the process of building a team. I understand the importance of building a team. I want to do that. Again, it's all about looking for the right fits. Um, you know, it's all about because it's like it's like I've been in this game for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I've met yeah. so many people, and it's like it, it's tough to get in bed with people because, in my experience, everyone tends to under deliver or yeah. they're like in it for themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's like you can't expect someone to care as much as you. For, so, for your brand. You know, is it, you can't expect someone to care as much or work as hard as you for your own brand. Mm -hmm. So you have to provide enough incentive mm -hmm. where it makes it worth it for them to put in the amount of effort, but mm -hmm. at the same time is still profitable to you. Exactly. So that that's the tough balance in the like, you know, code you're trying to unlock. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, man. So what do you see is gonna get you there? Like, what do you think will get you to that level? Uh, honestly, just the same things we're doing now. I think yeah. um, you know branching out and making my own content you know yeah. like um for the longest time i've been a hired shooter you know yeah. it's like i don't really do anything yeah. unless someone pays me to like you yeah. know i'm working on other people's projects this year before the covid i you know during the covid i made myself proud because i started shooting my own stuff yeah i want to shoot my behind the scenes i want to shoot my own content you know do things where i discuss build up the personal brand build up my personal content put it on youtube yeah. and develop my own followership yeah. and do my own projects that is independent of someone hiring yeah. me or not you know yeah um that's where i see you know like the future of the video dope dealer brand yeah. you know going um and you know just leveraging that and you know like i'm down to build a team and do all that like i said mm -hmm. it just has to be the right direction yeah. the right fit the right people you know yeah. with the right vision um do so, you yeah. see yourself ever expanding into other business realms again or did you feel like having that experience with the nightclub made you want to just focus on this no definitely like i mean like having that run with the nightclub was a was a blessing yeah I learned from it, and I structured the business part of it in such a way that I didn't get hurt from it. Yeah. You know, like, I just had to walk away from it, which was difficult. Yeah. Um, but it showed me and taught me respect for business, and it's like, yeah. I definitely would get into another business. Yeah. Um, this time, I just know before I get into another business, I just know what, what, you're, taking to, what, yeah. what you're taking on, what to yeah. expect, and before I do that... You know, like, I want to, like, make a lot more money doing this first, yeah. you know, because some, you got to have, like, super staying power. Um, well, but I'm not looking for anything yeah. extra right now. I think there are always things that happen naturally in business that yeah. you grow. Like, with just having this yeah. facility, I'm, like, one foot in the event industry because people yeah. rent my space for events. Yeah. I'm one foot in the recording studio industry, you know, because yeah. people rent this. Yeah. I'm one foot in the photo industry, even though I don't take photos, cause people, yeah. you know what I mean. So I feel like there's like morphs that happen, in, but you know, in just running your operation. But am I gonna stop this and go be a real estate agent anytime <laughs> soon? It's like no, yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah. So yeah. Cool, cool, man. Uh, well, before we wrap anything up, I was just curious if there's anything you want to plug. Yeah, yeah, few things. Shout out to. All my clients, hey, because <laughs> they keep the bills paid. Um, all the people that like support, all the people that go on uh, the social medias, give the feedback, the people that recommend the business, the people that check in and say hi. Um, 
the people that have fucked up and feel like they can't check in no more to say <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. We are here downtown Eugene AOM. It's um, you know, black owned business. Um and woman owned because my wife is my fifty percent <laughs> So, you know, we're a small business. We definitely appreciate people supporting us, but wanna grow as a business. Yeah. And, you know, we're at the point where, you know, like every project we take on means the world to us and we put yeah. a piece of us in everything we do. And our clients see that and that's why we've also been able to keep our doors open for close to ten years. Yeah. So um yeah, man, the video dope dealer here to stay, shooting the dopest videos. Let's and, go. Um, yeah. It's our first live podcast, too. So I had to do it with the best in the business. You know what I mean? Praise God. <laughs> All right, oh, cool, yeah, man. Dude. Well, we did it. Episode five, Reality Benders, we're out. Let's get it. Yeah. Hell that yeah, was man. dope. We murdered that shit. That was dope. I think we lost the camera. No.